but uh bother. yeah mm-hmm. uh <laughs> elden ring spoilers by the way uh but yeah that moon shit is fucking dope i do want to see it tested because that I shit think... would be fucking clean to see like imagine just seeing that beam getting blocked it? as the moon fucking yeah. traveling do you think it that like, would be dope. barrier i don't know i like my mm. brain is telling me that it wouldn't work because it's like a fucking stream that you're shooting right. out exactly but there's the side of me that's like optimistic well, that it would block it because it, it says it blocks you, spells it puts you mm. up in the air correct yeah you go up in the air for a second and like become the moon so like it's, a, it's you, like a second cast time if you casted it right as they were charging at their kamehameha first of all you'd make them aim up a little bit at the end so it'd be off the ground when you landed so you could probably roll out of it but the moon would probably still fly through that blast and hit them Hmm, I wonder. I and wonder you wouldn't if take the blocking. initial damage of it. It just like explodes up. the fucking. <laughs> That'd be can so sick to see. In the moon? If they can deal damage to the moon and kill it before it hits them, then. I don't think you can kill it. I don't think you can kill the moon. I think it's just. I wonder if, I wonder if eternal darkness like blocks the fucking stream too. Like yeah. imagine somebody streaming just straight into that fucking eternal darkness spell. That should I mean, be fucking sick that to this see. This game isn't cross platform, but they might make it cross platform, so. I hope they do. It'd be cool to play cross-platform. It would be bittersweet to play cross-platform because there's a lot of PC uh, cheat engine stuff going on. Yeah. That's but that's that's been plagued in every Souls game. I know, but then like to bring that to fucking console would be not good. So Not fun. Super not fun. Yeah, and there's a lot. Of, at least when we were playing, Chris, there was a lot of cheaters on Dark Souls 3. We were also cheating ourselves. Ooh. We got ourselves cursed daggers just in case we ran into cheaters so we could have fair fights. One hit by it and you died. It was truly amazing. The pinnacle of a cheat some of these game and Souls games in that. But yeah, the whole... I don't know, man. I think... I think this might be a hot take. But I think Elden Ring might be like the best game I've played. But I that's say, early. That's yeah, early. Yeah, I would say give it give it some time on that. But I definitely think it is my game of the year, but it is March. But still, it's I don't really know good. if another game is going to come out this year that is going to just... Like, I have 100 hours into this game, and it came out and, on last Friday. And, and it's fun. It. You want to keep it's playing. It's fun. Like, like <laughs> it's not just that I want to keep playing. Like, multiple days this weekend i had every intention to stream two days i literally got ready to stream and then somebody asked me to help them with the boss right when i sat down and just i forgot and we played for four hours and then i looked back <laughs> and i was like oh <laughs> shit dude, dude time time is nothing it when just you're playing goes this game. it just like because yeah. like dude this game especially when you're like like before you get towards any of the end game stuff you're like, okay, let me go do this. And then you start riding in this direction because you're like, oh, I have a side quest from this person. I'm going to go this way because they said they wanted to go like north, right? You start heading north and then you see a catacomb and then you get like, a, there's a boss and then an, a mob of enemies and an area where you can summon your thing. And now you're like completely on the other side of the map of what you were going to do because you got sidetracked four different times. And you're like, okay, let me go do this now. And then on your way, you see more shit. And then you look down and it's been six hours. 
it's so good dude. it's crazy. like it's especially those early phases like it's really good now don't get me wrong but like the intro to the game is so fucking good because there's so much to explore if if this is you, the you feeling, want it, like you want to go and explore all of it if, too like fuck, i want to see what it has to offer. that people got when they played breath of the wild i fucking get it yeah i, I understand, I understand it. it now because i don't feel that same way about that open world game because it feels open but empty this one does not feel empty. Every corner it's, I go to feels like like you'll find an item. You'll find something that puts you further ahead. Like they wanted you to explore this random corner offshoot on the side of a mountain with like a barely walkable cliff, you know? Yeah, you're like fucking... And then you walk like a, all the way through ugh. it to the end and you're like, oh, fuck yeah, an item. Like, hell yeah. And then you run all the way back and it, it's like worth it. It hits that like certain level is like it was this like am I intended to do this? I'm gonna go check if there's a secret back here anyways. And you go through it and you're like ah, and you get rewarded with something for it. It feels yeah. so fucking good. And then they have like actual secrets in the game too. Like there's a bunch of like hidden fucking like bosses and shit. Hidden uh, walls. Like the whole con, the whole concept. Yeah, hidden walls. The whole concept of like the knight's cavalry shit is so fucking dope. Like you can only fight this boss in this area when it's nighttime. You could go through the entire game one. and not realize there's another that you one in the, like, didn't in the fight water something. in the in the lake area. There's another boss like that you can only fight at night. It's like a bird thing. I know. I want to. I'm going to travel action. around at night and see like what I find because I feel like there's like random shit going on at night. Yeah, there is, and there's 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 wandering mobs too, like wandering bosses. Because when uh when Caboose was telling me to go catch up to whatever boss you were trying to fight recently in the the other area, the tree. Oh yeah, the fucking big drago boy. Yeah. Um. When I was heading to the gate, I got Should've... attacked by one of those wandering bosses. That sounds sick. <laughs> oh, yeah, bro. I got fucking one hit by uh, the Knight's Cavalry or something on a bridge, bro. He shows up at night, and I was like, oh, look at this all-black knight. He looks badass. And it was like, boom, boss fight. And I was like, oh. And then he hit me once, and I died. And I was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, what's your opinion on the fire giant fight? Shit on, bro. Easy. Easy fucking Easy? fight. Wait, really? Bro, I, I had such a hard time with fire giant. I roasted this idiot. I figured out the plan. You literally don't go on your horse in the first phase at all. You just fucking roll everything because he's slow as shit. And you just beat the ever-living hell out of his leg because he's got a cast on it. So if you hit his weak spot on his leg, you get through his first phase really quick. And then you hop on your horse in the second phase, and you just go to town. And it's so, it was so easy once I figured out the fucking tech. I was uh -huh. like, easy. We didn't and try yeah, that fight again. That fight was so fucking hard for me, dude. Uh, it, took, it took me a good like hour and a half to get I'm, through that I'm fight. a melee, though. That's really good for a melee fight. Like You are a fucking mage. You have to stand still and far back. It doesn't work the same. Dude, even, super even being a, ma a melee guy, like it's just annoying... His, how big he is because I can't tell what he's doing when I'm near his feet. Yeah, no, absolutely. Basically, if you use the feet like as an indication of when he's like gonna drop something on you, like you can pretty much tell when he's gonna, about to hit the ground. You you something. probably fought him a good couple times before you started realizing this though. I because I I, I never him. fought him up close really ever. I always I, stayed back. I fought him. I want to say I killed him under ten. The What's the end. hardest boss for you so far, Chris? Um, I really, really, with all my fucking uh, being, hated the twin gargoyles in this game. <laughs> Jordan, oh, how's twin gargoyles for you? 
My God. It was, I mean, I almost beat it on my first attempt, and then you nuked one on my second attempt, so we just killed Oh, him. yeah, I forgot I helped you with those. Twin gar Gargles, was that bad for you, Chris? I soloed it. It was, a, dude, okay. You gotta picture it like this, right? Okay. I'm a melee character. There's two gigantic gargoyle things that fly and jump at you mm -hmm. when you get the first one to half health, right? They cast a AoE around themselves poison that also <laughs> shoots across the length of the fucking map. I will literally be fighting one of these dumbass gargoyles in a corner and be getting hit by poison from the other one by the entrance. It's some bullshit, dude. I'm like, what the fuck is that? And the poison ticks so hard. And I probably could have done some things to prevent it. Like, but yeah. holy yeah. shit. That's Unnecessary. It you, was the hardest boss. Did you fight and then for, I, for me, it's Rodden was the hardest one. Uh, Rodden? I, I figured out the tech there, too, and I just kind of beat his ass. Yeah, Rodden the, tech was, the tech was learn how to fight him and then fight him. <laughs> no, I, I mean, do. like, just I, I mostly let the summons do all the work because they hit I knew. for like 30 in my game. They weren't doing anything. Dude, I don't know who the fuck I had on my team, but I was seeing him drop like 800 health sometimes. I was like, damn. Wait, your summons were popping off. I did most of the work in my game, too. You might mean, have, like, he might have fought him a little higher I, level than we did. I'm not going to lie. I got him down, me doing most of the work, like three quarters of the way. And then by the time <laughs> he was like a quarter or less, I had run out of mana and I had one health pot, maybe not even. And I was like, fuck, I can't die. So yeah, at that point, I was running around. I just went in there and taught him who's boss real quick until yeah. he starts summoning those rocks that'll one hit me. And then it was time for the summons to do work until yeah. he kills one of them with the rocks. And then I'd attack for a minute and then run away. Yeah, those rocks were OP. The only way you could really juke it is if you like ran around the top of the hill. Yeah. So that way they would shoot they would into hit the, the wall. Fucking... Yeah, yeah. I would just, yeah. I would literally just hide on the opposite side of where he was beating up the summons and just sit there and wait for more summons to appear until he shot the rock. No, yeah. Yep. And then just ride my horse in. I yeah. just shot him with my magic bow. He didn't take too long. The only reason why he took so long for me to kill him was because um, FPS drop <laughs> and. <laughs> Um, maybe my computer isn't the greatest on the planet for this. Oh, how was your reaction when he came in like a fucking nuclear missile? That shit was um, so sick to see. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck happened to this boss? And then you just hear like missile sounds. Yeah, well, the music just guy. stops. The music cuts yeah. completely, dude. You're like, what the fuck's going on? And like, um, the sky gets okay. dark, and then you just hear <laughs> like a rocket. And then the the ground lights up around you too, so you can like see the comet fucking yeah. the meteor about to hit. And it's just like boom, hi, it's me, the boss. Watching him land on the summons was some of the funniest things I've ever seen. Dude, he, he just lands and then use your that like Dark Souls death sound like three times. Like, yeah. ah, damn. Can we just take a brief moment of silence <clears throat> for the horse that is carrying that man? Man. Oh, yeah. Man, thank you. <laughs> that horse is doing God's work, man. Sorry, you said moment of silence, and we were both, like, talked immediately. No, man. you're good. That horse deserves, so, so, like, oh, man. 
Carrie Lord horse. Yeah, yeah I do. Said his but, best. Uh, this is clearly the Elden Ring episode. Welcome back to the Hydration Station. Thank you for joining yes. us. Yeah, what he said. But that um, horse deserves so much more than what he got in that life. Yeah, yeah. I feel bad for that horse. What's your What's your favorite boss so far? Hmm. Out of everything you fought, what is your favorite boss so far? Damn. And if you need a second, Jordan, what's your uh, worst boss that you fought so far? Oh, because I feel like that comes to mind. Yeah, I already said that. My worst was the was Rodan. Oh, yeah. Rodan was your worst. My best so far, my most enjoyable one was the Crucible Knight, the first Crucible Knight. Not any of the minions, like the just AI Crucible Knights, but the fucking the one that's actually a boss fight in the in the Evergal. Yeah, the Evergal. Those fights are really fun to do. Yes, I really like, like that you, one. You can't pull out any because, summons or anything. That's like a true no. fucking battle. I liked that one a lot because he was the only one that I fought so far that has no stagger. Hmm. And so I actually had to just go toe to toe with him for a while to win. Nice. And he's got some like <laughs> real annoying attack patterns. That spear timing is rough at first. Like when he yeah. flies up in the air and then goes to hit you with the spear. That, oh, that no, was no, rough that, to learn. That one first. was easy for me. The one that I always had trouble getting for a while was when like if you're in a certain range to him, he'll just swing twice. But if you are like I'd say what arrow range is if you're just shooting regular arrows. He will swing twice, stab, and then if you're still far away from him, he'll just spam that stab move. So if you ever sit there and try to get a good distance away from him and heal, he'll just spam that stab move on every heal you go for. He did it 10 <laughs> times in a row to me, and I was like, oh my, he just won't stop. He'll never stop. If I just keep backing up, he's run your just going to keep hitting me. But yeah, that learning his his attack distance because there's also like you know when he like swings and then he switches to his two handed mode. If you're close to him, he'll do a full swinging combo, and then you get a fat chance to hit him. But if you're far away, he'll just swing twice, and then pull back out his shield. Have you fought uh, Melena yet, Chris? No, I'm not. Wow, spoilers, <clears throat> dude. What the? F yeah, that's fucked up, dude. That's fucked okay, up. whatever. No, I'm just kidding. I know. I know <laughs> my bad. My bad. No, yeah, I know that you do. I literally guessed that was gonna happen. Yeah. When I saw her fight in that one fight, I was like, "Oh." Oh no no no! no like... Not your maiden. Oh. Not your maiden. They you just have the same name. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, mm -hmm. uh, what's your your maiden's name? Isn't Melania? Is it? Yes, it is. I uh, I'm pretty sure it's a different Melania. Yeah, I'm not sure. But uh, well, they don't look the same. But hmm. Yeah. Either way. Uh that fight's hard as shit. I'm ready to do but, the tango. Yeah, the God Slayer duo is also a really hard fight, Chris. That one's pretty rough. Yeah, I think I can get it. I just um, so I'm using a hev like heavily bleed build and. Right now, my weapon art on my fucking washing pole, if I wasn't already annoying enough, or for the, for the people who don't know what the washing pole is, I'm using the uh, Naga Kiba, which is basically this incredibly long Sephiroth-type blade. Like four and, feet. yeah, it's not, it's not Sephiroth's 
but yeah, it's like yeah, four or five same feet concept. Feet Super like fucking that. long. Dude, four long. feet sword is obnoxious and ridiculous as incredibly is. yeah long sword that you use for like thrusting and poking people, and it does an incredible amount of damage. Um, fucking, I have the weapon art where I throw blood like from my my sword ah. so it throws like blood waves and it really gets like the bleed up like i i proc bleeds really quick with it so i can literally just like spam the shit out of that and i think if i have my mimic tanking i can uh at least kill one of them and then the second one will be easy and i know that there's a second half of that fight but i think it'll be easy too to be honest yeah godslayer duo isn't too crazy but it's still pretty fucking hard yeah, the fights you're about to pull up on are really fucking hard so i wish yeah, you luck with at, those you're at dark souls endgame that's how it always goes oh yeah no yeah I'm, the, okay. the difficulty fucking ramps after that fight it's okay i'm i'm happy with that man i, I like that because like oh, I, I will say fire giant was the hardest fight for me sorry no you're fire giant sucked i i liked it i think it was a good fight i think that if you utilize your resources properly I don't you have can... any resources. All I have is big swords and a lot of strength. That's fair. I used everything to my advantage there. I used my horse. He lights the spells. ground on fire with AoE. Yeah, you use your horse to run away from. That's why I rode my horse in the second half of that. Second half. He, he pancaked me a lot. I didn't really ever get rolled over. I got rolled over like once, maybe twice. Like It wasn't the rolls, this fucking Space Jam shit where he jumps up in the air and then slams the bull down. I don't know if he only does that when you're farther away from him. The... Uh, I don't remember ever him jumping on me. No, because okay. you have to hit melee. He only jumps if you're far away. Other than That's that, for us, the most common thing <laughs> that we see, Chris, is him rolling away from us. That combat yeah, roll. Those rolls are so annoying. Because he moves like half the fucking arena when he rolls. Yeah, he Combat mm -hmm. roll. You're like, all right, I guess we're going over here now. And as you're running at him, he's fucking picking shit off the ground with his bowl and just fleeing it at you. And then he does like the shockwave on the ground. That shockwave has weird timing on it too. Yeah, I I most of the projectiles you want to like if, roll through rather than roll if, away from. If he throws that wave at you, you can just jump it. Oh, yeah. Ross doesn't ever think about the jump, but he always says that I'm cracked every time he sees me jump something while we're fighting. It looks yeah. dope. It looks so I, dope. It looks <laughs> dope, but like you have to understand when you're using heavy weapons, that jump attack is your friend because it does bonus posture damage. I I literally bait that move out from Fire Giant. I, I run up to him and I stay mid-range so he uses that. I double jump over with my horse and then I get under him and I get off my horse and beat the shit out of his brace so I stagger him. That's, oh, that's you, you, got, you got a whole method of madness for it. I don't have to think that hard when I'm fighting things, so it took me a second to <laughs> acclimate for that. Yeah, bro, when you're melee, you gotta figure out the fucking Yeah, you gotta movement. learn. That's why I was telling you, like, like, I need to hit my head against the wall for four hours sometimes against the boss before I can kill it. That's yeah. just the way it is with the melee life. You gotta learn how to fight him. <laughs> and sometimes you walk like... into a room, you guys are like, man, that boss was so annoying. I'm like, oh, that guy? I'd beat his ass. Yeah. Yeah, anything that you can stagger, you're probably just fucking anything deleting. that can stagger and anything that wants to run at me. If it wants to fight me, makes my life a hundred times easier. <laughs> you're like, this is what I wanted from the beginning. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, I have this cool like playstyle of mid range and melee, like lots of buffs. And so if I when I hit you with my sword, it gonna hurt a lot. And I can also have really like OP ranged abilities yeah, like pretty much 
like if bosses weren't damage sponges they would just die in like three hits to me yeah. like every invader that's ever invaded us has not lived more <laughs> than two swings from my sword dude my favorite was that guy just joining the game and fucking fat rolling okay oh, wait wait there's Lord. there's two there was that guy oh. who joined our game under us and then fat rolled like the yes. away that we killed him and then yes. the one yesterday when me you and caboose were playing and he spawned and it was like he had already invaded you and caboose before and you guys beat his ass right oh so he yeah was just looking at you guys and then he looks over in the corner and i was in the middle of changing my armor so he just <laughs> sees a naked guy with some crazy head on and i immediately as soon as he looks at me i just run him down and swing once and he dies <laughs> you do so much damage with your swings my two swords now that they're both plus 20 does roughly 1200 if i hit with left bumper yeah. that's really good damage that's like that's a charged up comet for me that's stupid damage that's yeah. really good damage and then i counted if i use if i spam my thunderbolt from full fp to none i can shoot 11 and they all hit how much 600. damage is each oh wait that thunderbolt seems off my strength i don't know why it does that i don't that's think straight. it should do that but because i said it's a heavy Everything scales off my strength. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You're thunder. You're gonna join someone's game and just thunderbolt. Them I down, did, dude. I was I was invading <laughs> yesterday after everybody hopped off. Dude, invading in the game is so. Have you PvP'd much, Chris? I haven't. Or have yet, you been PvPing mostly? I've been I've been trying to get as much shit as possible so I can find the weapon, like the right weapons because. Oh uh, yeah. You know, you know See, the I thing am. in this game is you have the to PvP be, is so good. It's fun, but you have to be a lot more conniving in the way that you're going to approach somebody um, because you're only invading people who already have a plus one believe me man i'm i'm the type of dude to roll up buff in your face and then pull out my fucking tiny little shield and parry your ass and stab you once <laughs> i know you just have to be ready to fight the plus one because most people have the same bleed build you have that's okay i'm ready Dude, I've right. seen a lot of the fucking dragon, the Scarlet Rot Dragon. That yeah. shit's so fucking annoying, dude. I've I've also seen a bunch of people with the big cone ice stomp because if they oh, hit you fucking, once, yes. you can't get out of it. You're yep. stuck in it forever because you get fucking frostbit by it. Yeah. I wanted to make a frost build, but I didn't want that in it because I thought that was a little bit too uh, crazy. I I kind of I'm saying that as I'm one shot in bosses. Sorry. I want to do that as well, dude. Frostbite build, fuck yeah. Like, I want to do some sort of, like, Frost, like, a, like, Int Faith, and then, like, Dex for, like, a Frost Rapier or some shit. And just have, like, all Frost abilities. Honestly. Like, I've, I've, there's a bunch of theme builds that I want to do. Because, like, cause, like int, all of it's so fucking cool. There's so many, like, theme builds that seem fucking sick. Int Dex is probably, like, if you go 40-40 Int Dex, it's probably one of, like, the best builds in the fucking game. No. Fuck Dex, full Int. 60 I'm, plus strength, 45 and... 45 endurance and 25 health all you need you only have 20 i have more health than you what do i need health for <laughs> fucking living so <laughs> surviving they although you can wear better once, armor than i can i hit them back and they lose what do i my what? fucking physical resistance is non-existent i get hit for so much of my hp doesn't matter if you have physical resistance or not if your hit doesn't stagger me you have already lost this fight if you Just get hit by these staggered. swords it is over <laughs> And if you yeah, roll and think you have more stamina than me, I laugh. I'll sprint next to you while you're rolling. <laughs> Just run out of stamina. Try me. How much stamina did you say you had? 45. 
You're 45? Jesus. That's why I can wear armor and have four swords. You have four <laughs> swords? If I wear my medium armor, I can have all I can have my two swords and my two pizza cutters. Or my two special swords and two swords. I keep both the berserk swords in my right hand because I put different weapon arts on them. So if you're a mage, I'm running ground pound. And if you're a melee, I'm running thunder. Because if you back up, I'm thunderbolting you. Go ahead and try to drink up. And if you're, <laughs> if you're a mage, start casting something and watch this ass drop on you. <laughs> Have you guys seen the uh, Bloodhound step shit? Yeah. Caboose is telling me to try to put that on a sword, but I can't. They don't go on colossal weapons. It's so good, bro. That thing, it looks so cool, dude. I was using I it. I just so... got it from one of the fucking uh, Knights Cavalry in Khalid. My original build was using the Twin Blade, and I was using Blood Flame Blade. And so basically, I had Darth Maul's lightsaber, and then Wait, I that swapped the sick. weapon art to that Bloodhound step. So I was literally just fucking teleport dashing around with a, with a dual wield lightsaber. It was so cool. I do. Cool. I do want to do a twin blade build. I I want to like find a cooler like twin blade and uh, do a build around that too. There's so many like cool builds that I want to try in this game. Like I feel like that's gonna have like the majority of replayability for me because there's okay. so many different builds to try and Gentlemen, so many different weapons to try. It has been 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are we going to continue to talk about Elden Ring? Or is I'm down. Anything <laughs> else to talk about? I know you're down. <laughs> right. But. <laughs> We have to keep in mind that everybody listening not play Elden Ring. That's true. That is very true. If you haven't, you should play it. It's and then come watch this again. Because <laughs> 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 this game is good. I do it's agree real. that you should play it. I think it's the first... Like, if you don't want to give it a 9 or a 10, it's the first above 8 game of the year we've had so far. It's like a hot nine to ten for me. Like this is oh, this is yeah, probably like the best game that's come out in like we're a little two, bit three Dark years. Souls for me. Biased. I have to keep in mind the people who haven't played these games before. But even just in terms of a game, I think just in general, it's it's an eight or a nine. I was I was gonna say, how about this? As a Dark Soul, like a Souls game, like a Souls like game, one. this is probably the best Souls game. The best one that. And it's, and it's not even close. And in that scale, it's not even close. Yeah, ten out of ten, right? Out of a game in general, I would have to at least, I would give it at nine. the very least, give it a. I mean, I would give it a nine, but like, if not a nine, like an eight point five. That's what I'm at saying. The very least, it's, it's like, the first it's above eight so across good. the board, at least game of the year as a game. Like it's so. In I depth. think it's also the first game of the year contender. Oh, absolutely. It's it's just like. These people saw how big of, you know, uh, impact their game was making to people. And they were like, you know what? No, nah, you create... know what? They've spent the last 10 years no. polishing this formula. And this oh, is yeah. literally the result. Well, yeah. But and it's so just, good. I just like how they took it. I mean, of course, it's, you know, an open world game. It's supposed to be like this. But like, it feels like they've created this entire. I mean, they have created this entire universe. But at this is the first time you really get to see some of the scale of it. No, and see, I think this is what Dark Souls ridiculous. Three would have been if the if it wasn't rushed. Yeah, it, it can, feels really nice like, as an open world game. Like it complements Souls like, itself really think well. Think about your first time playing Dark Souls Three and like just seeing how open some parts of that felt. It could have been more if that game was not rushed. 
And I, it would I don't know have been if it, that it was rushed or if that's just what it, it was. Rushed. To be. It the, was the just developer another... has actually has come out and said that Bandai rushed him to put that game out. No, that's unfortunate. Yeah, which is okay because we have this now, and this one was not rushed. They took their sweet no. fucking time. And I'm so happy they did. It's yeah. so good. And this yeah. is like one of the few games yeah, that's the, come out the, like the recently that, that feels very, like done. I'm, I'm very interested to see. There's so much content in the game. Sorry. Yeah. There There's is. so much content in the game. The thing that I'm interested to see is how this game is going to shape the next five years of gaming. True. I hope it has a really big impact. Oh, I believe it should have a really, have a really big impact, impact as well. I think. A really bad impact? Yes. Oh, God. Why? Explain. Games have already started to go in. Ever since Breath of the Wild, a lot more games have felt the need to go open world. Name five games that you feel have done it right. Open world games? Mm-hmm. That, uh, games that were not traditionally open world that have gone open world in a post-Breath of the Wild getting tens across the board world. Well, Breath of the Wild, Elden Ring. That one doesn't count because that one set the standard. Uh, okay. That mm. is the standard. Everybody is copying that now. That's why Elden Kirby Ring is open world. Sonic's open world. Halo's Destiny. open world. I think Destiny even could be put on that list. No, Destiny was already like that. It was just small scale because it was on old gen. But it's still an open world game that did it right. Yeah, but it wasn't like, post yeah, Breath of the Wild. Place. Destiny one's pre like Breath of the Wild. <laughs> so is it only games post Breath of the Wild? Yes, because Breath of the Wild is the thing that set this open world standard. Is what I'm saying. That game getting across the board ten reviews is what started all these other games feeling like they need to do it. That's Wasn't why Odyssey like, pretty open world? Odyssey did it right. Odyssey was a very good game. Yeah, so Odyssey, uh, Elden Ring. I don't know, I don't play much open world games. I, yeah, but, and the, the reason is, like, I would say on that same list is Horizon Zero Dawn, and I know Chris really likes that game, but I think that game has the same problem that Breath of the Wild does, where it's beautiful God of and War. it's pretty. God of War's always been that way. Uh, just, I thought God of War was much more linear beforehand. It still yeah. is super linear. It's but just, it's way more like, open world than it was they before. Let you, no, because even in God of War, you got to explore the areas you were in a little bit, but you're on PlayStation 2, for one. That's not, and that's PlayStation 3, it opened up more, and now on PlayStation 4, it opened up more, but it's still pretty fucking linear. It's like a Naughty Dog game. You get a chance to explore this little square they put you in, but for the most part, you're following on a track. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I feel like it's pretty open world. Like, I really, uh, truly feel like like the new God of War game is, like, pretty open world. Yeah. Can, yeah. yeah. I feel like you have a like, couple Like, I think you're downplaying it. I feel like you have a couple different options, but you're not truly free like it doesn't just let you like open world will just let you go do whatever in i Halo, mean you're still you gated behind just... some bosses in elden ring yeah more or less though but if you can just walk like level one i can just walk straight to the fucking castle ignore everything and go fight that boss and then go fight the next boss and then go to the final like if i don't want to level up i don't have to open world completely free in legend of zelda breath of the wild if i just wanted to go to ganon i can just do that in Halo, anywhere on the map, once they like, I do the intro mission, I can go anywhere. 
would Assassin's Creed be considered that? The newer ones, yes. Because I think, like, not only Mario Odyssey, but Assassin's Creed Odyssey did a really good job of it, too. I don't think Assassin's Creed did a good job. I think Assassin's Creed made a necessary change because their formula was stale. True. Because I don't think their open world is that impressive. I don't but think I still that's... think it hits the metric that you're saying beforehand. I think it can be classified as an open world, but I don't think they did it good. Oh, true. Uh, I think they did a pretty good job on it. That was really good world building. A lot of people play that one. They kind of saved the series for them to make more. It just, like, um, Assassin's Creed just still feels so on the rails. Like, all they did was ramp the combat up a little bit and then give you a little more freedom than how linear the older games were. They but made it, a really good open world in that game, is what I'm trying to say. Like, the game itself may not be, like, crazy good, but the, like, world in that game, they did a good job of, like... I, I depends on what you're basing, like, what's your scale based on? Like, is it, does it look pretty? Because, like, sure. It looks pretty, it's big. There's a lot of, like, secret shit hidden in it that you can go to. The mechanics of the game hold it back a little bit. I just don't like big, open, and repeating. And that's what a lot of open world games. Uh, it did have a do. lot of. Re it did have a lot of. Uh, that's what Assassin's Creed is. Shit in it. That's what I'm saying. Like it's the same. Like to say it's the same game loop is dumb because every game is the same game loop if you break it down at that level. But like Assassin's Creed, unless I'm doing something story related, it feels so nonchalant. You know what I'm saying? Like if it doesn't follow a quest path. Are you saying it's, it feels like it has no impact? Yes. I like, get it's you. Because, like, random. Elden Ring feels like it has impact. Yeah, like, you do like, shit like, in Elden Ring, and you're I like, oh, shit, this, this, like, this is going to have some consequences later down. Yeah, yeah. Like, I go into a random cavern and kill something, and I get an item from this thing that, like, either makes my weapon stronger or something like this. But, like, this is a boss that I can never come down here and kill again. In Assassin's Creed, I'm killing unnamed soldier number 675 for the upteenth time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and now it's this always one's just a little bit. It's very rare to have a unique a shield, boss, or he's got a bigger health bar. And that, that's what I'm saying. Like it boss. feels big and expansive and explorable, but empty. It doesn't feel like it has the heart and soul of a game. You know what I'm saying? That's what a lot of open world games turn me off of, and that's why I'm shocked that I like Elden Ring as much as I do, because I didn't think I would. Even though I I do like Souls games, I don't love Souls games. I think it's because it, like it's not empty like how you were it's saying not, how, you hate, how it feels empty not. like that does like, not like i'm feel telling empty. you when i just like walk around a corner and it's like there's a rock and then a piece of a pillar and something else down there and i'm like can i parkour down that jump down there even, and then there's a secret and like even like enemy and location wise too like yeah. it feels like there's different shit everywhere mm -hmm. they did like reskin a couple things but and that's fine and i'm not mad that they reuse shit from they kept games. it pretty damn unique yeah I dude, okay, you know the fucking really long boys with the fucking scepters that shoot like the needles out of their back? Yeah, I hate those things. Those yeah. are contenders for worst mob those, in the game. The centipedes? Yes. Yeah, fuck those things. I still don't know how to like effectively dodge those bolts. I'll still get hit by them randomly. Like I feel like I had the timing down and then it's just no. There's it's something like, about them. It's, it's like instant. a lingering hitbox on her. Some shit, dude. It instant. feels weird. As soon as they shoot them, you have to dodge. It's instant. It feels so weird. It, I, I guess it's weird to dodge a projectile instantly with yeah. like how slow everything is in the game. At least comparatively to like other Dark Souls games. It took me a they while keep to the learn same, that, like, but when I got teleported to that side of the map, I learned it was fucking instant. Like <laughs> if you see them shoot up right when they crossed, you mm -hmm. have to dodge. Mm -hmm. Did you take that chest, Chris? By the way. 
Yeah. Did you go explore that shit and then fucking get teleported into college and you're like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, and got shit on. Yeah, see, yes. the thing is, I was exploring the wrong way. I didn't know if you just went down that you could leave the cave. So I was lost in there for a while and then I found a boss and I thought I had to beat the boss to leave. So I fought him like <laughs> 40 times and just kept dying. Oh my lord. I was hitting what boss like is in there? Is that the Falling Star Beast? Yeah. Oh lord. I was hitting him for like 37. Yeah, he has fucking... Yeah. <laughs> well now if I walked in there, he'd just die. Well yeah. The like heavier weapons and like stagger heavy shit is really good against him. And you want to hit him on his head too. He takes fucking no damage to the rest of his body. Yeah, but he's got you that, have like, to hit that weak point. Chunker. It's like fucking Monster Hunter level. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm interested to see how this game impacts the rest of the industry because absolutely every time a game does good like this, like this level of good, it it reverberates through the rest of the industry because a lot of the the suits behind game companies are like, we got to do this. This is yeah. what's popping. I do hope they take some good inspiration from it as well, though, rather than just, like, but, going with, like, straight-up open world. See, my problem is, is every time I think that, oh, well, they'll take the good parts of this and learn, I look at every Smash clone. Smash has and, been around for 20 years, and no one can replicate it. That's a fair thing to say, but I also think, like, it can influence positively on other games. I think it can, but it depends on how much passion is actually going into these projects and how much of it is like, like if I come to you with an idea for a game, that's my idea. I'm going to be a lot more passionate working on this game versus somebody telling me to take this game that we're already working on and turn it open world because that's trending. Or that's what's hot right now, you know, and that's how it comes down the ladder at some game companies. Yeah, but I hope they realize, like, the portion of it where it's, like, uh, the publisher, like, let him develop it and, like, that whole company develop it but to you where they were comfortable with it. But you could say that for so many games, Ross. So many of the greatest hits we know are because the, the person making the game got full hands-on. But it doesn't happen with every game. It doesn't, but I hope it impacts it a little bit more and puts it more in favor of that direction than it was before. And I think it will have that impact for select games. I'm not saying I, there's good to look forward to from it as well. I think I think it's just going to keep on keeping on with the same way that it's been in the industry. We're going to get these random gems every now and then from people who, you know, like really have the passion and a company that are willing to back up that dream. But I think it's going to make those random gems that much better. I don't know if I agree with that. I don't know, man. After this game, it's going to be really hard to, like, fucking... Like, this game set a standard for a lot of games, I feel like. I don't know if it's going to make the gems any better because a passion project is a passion project. It's not really what they mm -hmm. take influence from. It's how much they're willing to put into the game. True. I, I don't disagree, but I think if you've hit that threshold already <laughs> where they have the passion for it, I think it's a good influence to have. I, and I think it improves upon the game itself. If something's it, passionate looking about something. back at all the gems that that hit hard for me, looking at those developers, they are usually not influenced by other games, at least that are current. You know what I'm saying? Like I look at a game like Smash, which has always been a passion project. He's not influenced by any of the current fighting games. He's influenced by the games he played growing up. 
and his arcade fighting experience type shit, which is why Smash is the way it is and so technical while being so simple because that's what he wanted. You know what I'm saying? I look at a gen like Kingdom Hearts 2. He's influenced by what Square Enix has done in the past, not what they're doing in the present. Now, he is part of their present because he's been with them for so long, but the main influences that led into that being such a passion project came from his past, not the present or the future. And so I don't know if this game will make, like maybe 20 years from now, this will be a gem that influenced somebody in their own childhood or upbringing. But I don't know if that'll have an impact in the near or direct future. But I do think this game will have an open world impact directly on the next five years of games. Like all the games that are starting development or in development now will be impacted by how good this game did. But I don't think they're going to focus like solely on the open worldness of this game. It depends on the developer and it does how depend much on the money developer. they're pushing in there. Because it, Ubisoft is going to make a game like this. I can tell you that much is coming. Ubisoft always tries. Maybe that game's a banger, bro. No. You don't know. Maybe Ubisoft has the fucking uh, the you comeback arc. You know what's crazy to me? What? A lot of those bootleg Souls games that come out are published by Bandai still. Which is what just, other Souls games like this are published by Bandai? Like the anime ones, like or Scarlet Nexus or the Code Vein. I'm pretty sure both of those were published by Bandai. I could Code be Vein wrong was about weird. Scarlet, but Code Vein was definitely Bandai. Did you play Scarlet Nexus? No, but I know it's free on the Game Pass. I haven't tried it. But Code Vein was weird. <laughs> Code Vein. Like, it was kind of fun, and then it kind of just, like, wasn't fun. It's, like, fun. I don't know how to explain it. Yeah, they're both pushed out by Bandai. It's weird that Bandai would greenlight these, like, bootlegs of their own franchise. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Imagine if Nintendo was just pushing out like every other Smash game that was coming out, like every clone that attempted. They were green they were greenlighting it, like putting Nintendo's name on it. Would that not be weird or like bootleg Mario Kart games? Didn't they have a Sonic Mario Kart? But Nintendo didn't write their name on it. That's a Sega game. Oh, true. Fuck. <laughs> you do got a point there. That's what I'm saying. Like, I get that other competition's going to come out, but you are the competition pushing out these weird versions of your own franchise. It's very strange to me. Maybe they're trying to reach a different uh, demographic for it. They're definitely. Bandai is the anime company. All of, like, yeah. majority of the anime games that come out, whether they be good or fucking dog shit, like, half of them, they're Bandai games. They thought, oh, bro, if we make a good, like, anime, like, Dark Souls game, people are gonna fucking hop on that. Like, what if all the anime nerds come over and fucking hop on this shit? They weren't wrong. And then you get the Souls people, too. And they did what they had to do because Scarlet Nexus has some of the best customization I've ever seen. Like, it's so I haven't deep. seen anything about Scarlet Nexus. Not like, Scarlet Nexus, sorry, Code Vein, Code Vein, my bad. The one that oh I yeah, the play. Code Vein animation, or not animation, but customization is crazy. Yeah, sorry. I, I mixed those two up, but... Yeah, I don't know. Bandai is an interesting 
company. Yeah, Bandai always publishes weird shit though. <laughs> there, there'll be some random ass game that's like really fucking weird and it's published by Bandai and you're like, all right. No, see, the two that always catch me off guard is if it's published by Bandai and if it's published by De- Devolver Digital. The, yeah, Devolver Digital. Because they have their those. name on some of the most strangest <laughs> picks I've ever seen. Yeah, they're also oh, so like strange that. in their fucking shit as I was well. Say like during their like their conference. presentations. Yeah, yeah. but I feel like that's kind of the wave you have to go for when you're competing yeah. with Xbox, EA, Sony, Nintendo, and Square Enix. You know, and whoever else yeah, is hopping on stage. You're like, that's like a a mom and pop shop being built across the street from a McDonald's. Like, they're not fighting that business over there. So they kind of have to make some way for them to stand out. And the weird out-of-the-box shit they do works. I definitely remember them. Mm-hmm. They just got some random shit, man. I, but you remember it. Yeah, it's hard not to remember. And that's the job of it. I guess it's doing its job well. That's I still don't play jack baby. shit for their games. Know about them, but I don't fuck with their games. I really know about them. I just see their name on shit. Yeah, their name is recognizable. And it's because of the fucking weird shit that they do. That's marketing, baby. It is marketing. But you also like gotta worry about what you're fucking marketing. <laughs> I mean, uh, what they're doing is obviously working. Because they seem to be comfy. They've been yeah. at E3 for at least five years now, so they gotta be doing something. They gotta enter the gungeon, so they're doing something. I mean, business aspect of things, yes. Absolutely, 100%. That's important. And they do a really good job at it. I just think they're not so big of a company yet to not have these non uh, indie level games. Just because they're good at getting their name out there. It's entertaining. Well, that and the, they're not only sure selling games; they're, they're selling entertainment as well. I don't think they're developers. I think they're just publishers. So they really just fund and write their name on a game, essentially. I think, if I'm not wrong, they either acquired or were originally the owners of Fall Guys. So they got shmoney. They got that Fall Guy shmoney. Yeah, yeah. What's more money, Fall Guys money or Among Us money? Among Us money? You kidding me? They had what politicians game? playing Among Us. Okay, what game beats Among Us, if any? Fortnite. You think Fortnite was bigger than Among I Us? I think Fortnite is still huge, and it's been like five years. Yeah, Fortnite's still big. I guess Among Us just yeah. hit more like wide rather than Fortnite. Depth. Fortnite was a a trend among us was right place right time yeah i think among us did have a lot of right place right time going for it 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 would not have been as big as it was if everybody wasn't stuck inside because everybody was bored and that was fun because all among us is, is mafia is town of salem it's the same game we've all played before it's a wonderful game, though. Don't get it me is wrong. a fun game. No, no, it's definitely <laughs> a fun game. Mafia is one of my favorite games to play with people IRL because it's Dude, just deception. So fun. It's all yes. deception. It's so Mafia much fun. Mafia is so mm-hmm. fucking fun. 
That's why Among Us, I think, is the first game to do that format right as a game. Because Town of Salem was cool, but if you're just town, it's not fun. Being crew in Among Us was at least kind of fun because everybody mm -hmm. had equal power. Mm -hmm. Anything you said could be held to power, you know? Okay, when you play... I have a question. When you play Mafia IRL, do you have someone be, like, the mediator for it? Or yeah, do you, you have, need, like, a way you that you, like, decipher how everything is? No, you need, you need somebody who's down to sit out around and maybe swap in and out. Because it's too hard to, like... Without a mediator or a ref or something, it's too hard to, like, get the murders each night and whatever yeah, happens. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I was just wondering if there's a way to do that. But I guess you always need a mediator for it. Because yeah. we, we always played with a mediator, too. But that shit's so fucking fun. <laughs> I mean, you can do it without. It's just, like, the way to do it without is everybody has to sit separately. Yeah, because, I guess it'd be a lot weirder than... Yeah, because essentially what you have to do is... It, like, it makes it a lot more natural with the mediator. Makes yeah, the game yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then you don't have any risk. Because, like, basically, you would be like, okay, go touch the person you're going to kill, right? For the night? Yeah. And then if we're sitting on a couch together, you're going to hear me get up or feel me get up. So we have to be separated from each other. Yeah, I guess... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mediator much needed. But yeah, no, Among Us was right place, right time. Fortnite, I think, could have done that at almost any time with how dedicated those developers were at the beginning of that shit. I remember we were excited for Fortnite, but we weren't excited for, like, Fortnite Battle Royale. No one knew the Battle Royale was coming. Yeah. They did not talk like, about oh, this shit's going to be sick. You could, like, free. build all this shit. It's going to be fucking well, see, dope. And then the, we played the it. It was, was all right. It was no, that no, crazy. No, no, no. See, the thing was, I thought Fortnite, conceptually, and all the old ads, looked like Minecraft in third person with zombies, right? What I yeah. did not know is that you built a fort on this level-to-level based system. That's not fun. Yeah, you'd have to, like, I wanted to shit. just build a fort with my homies and hold shit down, you know? But it's yeah. essentially just a tower defense game. And then they dropped the free-to-play battle royale, and before everybody was cracked, it was a lot of fun. I'm not even lie. It was fun. It was fun, and then people started getting fucking nuts at it. Yeah, people got really. You would pull really up in good, a lobby, really fast. and true. people would just build a fucking skyscraper in front of you. Yeah, you'd see somebody, and in five seconds, they'd have a fucking people entire skyscraper that, with an elevator system working. People getting good at that one by one tower was definitely something else. Yeah, you'd build like a fucking like in the beginning. It was, it was just a walls. ramp into wall. Yeah, and that's all anybody could get off. And then people start building houses. You're like, oh shit, okay. Like the game's evolving. And then like literally like fucking a week later, it started turning into okay. This person just built a fucking platform into the air, supplied by four like support columns. <laughs> and they have a lookout tower on each side. It's actually just a star fortress floating in the air. Yeah. <coughs> You're like, what the fuck is this going on? But, and then they can edit that shit fucking mad quick, too. But... Like, I remember watching old shit for that. I was just fucking blown out of my mind. I was like, there's no <laughs> way I can compete with this ever. Yeah, it's pretty disgusting. Yeah. And I think by the time Fortnite started to get big, I was already at the point in, like, my competitive gaming where I just don't want to put in 150 hours to compete with that. You know? 
Yeah, and you have like to like if, actually like practice it and like go into like fucking like practice modes and shit for it, yeah. or just like go into games and just only build. Yeah, you, that's how you get to, good at that shit like that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's the same with Rocket League. Like you just go into training, you go lab shit out in the fighting game. Like if you're dedicated enough to get good at the game, you'll put in the time. But with Fortnite, I used to lab so much in Rocket League. I lab so much in every game still. Like, if there's something that happens in a Smash game when we're, like, let's say we're all at the homie's house, right? Like, we all go to Chris's and we're playing Smash. If something happens and I don't understand how that happened, I'm going to go home and recreate it. By the way, when we say lab, uh, in fighting games, it's, like, when you go, when you, like, do something. <clears throat> going to train. And it's, like, really dope. Like, and, and, like yeah. So it's basically, like, uh, learning how to, oh, maybe this move combos into this move. No, labbing is anything. I think labbing yeah. is just going into training and learning. It's basically just practicing your mechanics and mm -hmm. like learning what does what in what situation. Gaining more knowledge about like what you're doing. I think I think I would consider labbing anytime you go into training specifically to learn. Yeah. You you want to improve. Yeah. And usually it's inspired by seeing something dope or thinking like, oh, what if this can combo into this? Mm, high player theory crafting. Or top player theory crafting. Mm. Yeah, I hear them talking about like frames and shit where you're like, oh yeah, you can frame trap them into this and shit. I'm like, bro, I can't even tell the frames. <laughs> it's going too fast. Well, I mean, it's not like you can spot them with your eye. You just learn whatever you get a feel does, for it. And you know, like the rule of 60 and then you start to count and it gets real easy, but it's step by step, pace by pace. You'll, you'll I guess that it. is why I'm so crazy at Rocket League, because that's probably the one I put the most time in for, like, labbing shit out. Mm -hmm, I lab so much Rocket League. I labbed a lot out in Rocket League, but at this point, I, it's all pure instinct. I, I don't think. I, I don't really lab shit in Rocket League anymore. Like, when I hop labbing on, I'll go to not, and just fuck around. Even when I played before, like, I just naturally play Rocket League and fighting games off of instinct, not, like... I went into the lab and learned these combos, and now I'm going to use these combos. Like, if the situation comes, I'll use what I labbed out. But for the most part, I'm just going to play off of what I feel in the moment. That works well when you're playing with somebody that also plays with you a lot, too. Because then you can play based off pure instinct. In Rocket League, And that, yes. gives, that gives it a different level to it as well. In Rocket League, yes. But in fighting Like, when games... it's two people playing off instinct and they've played <clears throat> with each other before, that's scary. In fighting games, playing off of instinct is fucking fun because my instinct is good, and I get a I'm I'm the kind of person who gets a quick grasp at games, like your Eddie Gordo combo that you don't actually know the combo for, but you remember like, you know, what to know, do for it. I don't know any single <laughs> like Eddie you don't Gordo know it, but your muscle memory performs the moves anyways. I know exactly how to mash. It is calculated mashing with Eddie Gordo. I know exactly how to get out what I want to do in the middle of my mash, but I'm telling you. When I'm playing that game, I am spinning the joystick left, I am spinning the joystick right, and I am tapping the fucking kick buttons. <laughs> nice. You're actually just flicking that shit back and forth and hitting X. Mm-hmm. No, it's A and B. X and Y are pun the punch buttons in Tekken. Oh, yeah, A and B are uh, fucking dashes for Steve. I played a lot of Steve in that game because I thought like his side dash was cool having on A and B. I like his... Like, I was like, oh, I'm sick. Ooh, ooh. Ooh. Oh yeah, you can fucking you can do the head bop shit. Yeah, catch your region. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah. Mm. I think being an instinctual player is cool though. Mm -hmm. 
I think it's more enjoyable to play instinctually as well. Yeah, I just and I think I think it's easier to uh, push limits as well instinctually than doing it uh like a thought out. It's just real interesting to meet non-instinctual players, you know. Yeah. I don't. They don't. I guess like gamer brain. When you play instinctually, is it kind of just like limit testing at all points of time? What do you mean? Like you're just like maybe I can hit this. Like, wouldn't it be dope if I fucking just flew here and fucking smacked it? At least in Rocket League. Nah, see, you're putting thought into it. I see ball, R is in air. I did not think about anything. Well, like, <laughs> that's what I mean, though. Like, you're just on wall, and then somebody hits the ball, and you just fucking come off the wall immediately and oh. start flying towards that ball midair. Mm-mm. Most of the time, when I'm playing Rocket League, the way I learned how to play is I look at where they are in conjunction to where I am to the ball. So, like, let's say I'm on the left wall and the ball is on the floor about to roll up the wall in front of me. And I look quickly at them and I see one of them's on the side of the goal approaching me, but not in the goal. And then the other one's waiting in the goal, right? Now my mind has immediately formed a plan around what I think they're going to do. And that's what I'm going to do. And then I'll play off of whatever actually happens that's you actually just described my exact mindset in the game <laughs> like actually verbatim what goes on like when yeah. i see a ball it's it, like literally the thought process is where are they what do i think they're going to do with the ball and how am i going to get the ball yeah from them? how do i stop them from doing what i want to do and get what i want yeah yeah it's like oh and they're then, probably going to bounce it off then, the wall yeah, it's going to yeah, hit the then, ground and that other guy's going to fly situation in situation right there i'm like okay i'm going to hit i'm going to jump off this wall and bounce that back into the ground and bounce it up yeah. And I'm like, the guy in the goal will probably fly for it, and if I can't catch it, Ross will probably catch it, and I'll back off. Yeah, I know Jordan's probably on the ground somewhere, like, three quarters down the field behind me. I'll just fucking hit it over there, and hopefully he's there. And you're there 99% of the time. <laughs> yeah. But, it's like, these, these little thoughts that are happening and that I'm describing are not, like, conscious It's not thoughts. conscious. No. Yeah, yeah. That's just, like, it, it, all of that happens, happens like, in less than a second. And it's, it, I don't know. It's, it's a weird, like, I don't know how to describe being instinctual because I know people who play games that are not. Like, they have to consciously think about what they're doing. I think it comes with time, though. I don't know if it comes with time or if we, it came with us growing up playing games. Uh, true. Because, like, it may come with time, but if you're whole time you're playing games, that's the way you're playing, then you're going to continue playing that way. It's not going to change. Like, like, where does game sense start to happen? You know After what I'm you've saying? gamed for a long time. Is say, that true, though? I feel like that's true. Because, I, I feel like because, after you've gamed at, like, a certain threshold, but, it's obviously different for each person, but I think but after you've in, gamed long enough, you'll get that game sense. You're saying that, but we all have a competitive gaming background. So in our field of games, we have to have game sense. It's a must to be successful in any competitive game. Oh, uh, I think it depends on like the level of like casuality. If that's, that's what even I'm a saying, though, word. like imagine your person who is a gamer. They've put over two thousand hours into games, but they play Mass Effect, Witcher, Skyrim, Ratchet and Clank. You you know what I'm saying? Like shit yeah, like that. Banjo where it's like your game sense isn't Mario so Kart. much what's going on around you and how you react to it. More. I need to hunt down and find these things and complete these quests. Like your game sense is completely different than mine. 
you may notice like like in like like if we were playing Elden Ring and there wasn't all the notes on the ground and shit, you may notice that was actually an invisible wall that I just walked past because that's your game sense, you know? Yeah. So where I feel like where does game sense start to come in? Where do you get instinctual? Or is it just a nurtured thing based in your own element of game? Have you ever heard of uh like have you ever like heard of the flow state? It's like described yes. at like a certain level of like intrigue, but also uh skill. Yeah. You hit like a certain point where uh like it's even described as in like uh in, in uh people who play sports like athletes and shit. They've been described as like hitting flow zones the as zone. well. Where it's it's basically fucking ultra instinct. Yeah, it's like literally like human ultra instinct. Mm -hmm. I feel that when I'm editing. Like if I'm yeah. if I'm editing and I'm truly like like no distractions, I don't have to worry about the cats, nothing, no food, I have water, like I'm just editing long term and I look at the clock and it's 10 and I look at the clock and then it's 4 p.m. I hit the zone. Like I'm I just banged out all this shit. So I feel it. I know what you're talking about. I think, uh, I think like that flow state and then like game sense is a very similar equation, not in terms of like what actually makes it up itself, but it's like a, it's that certain level of experience along with like a pinch of, uh, uh, competitiveness. Like if you have the experience, but you're also competitive, I think that's like the perfect blend to start to get that like game sense, like experience playing games and then like competitiveness in the game itself for like, you want to like guess... reach a goal that causes you to like have adversary to it. And you get different game sense based off of different games you play as well. What would you define game sense as? I just like what would I describe it as. What is your definition? Uh, knowing that having knowledge of something that's going to happen before it happens, or having knowledge that like okay, like I know uh, in other games, and I know from going so really hard in these other games. Informed prediction. Yeah, an informed prediction. Okay. Then yeah, that that's a yeah. that's a pretty good way to describe it. Yeah. Then I guess yeah, what you're saying would make sense. Then yeah, then I would agree. Because I I think that that comes a lot from uh playing like versus stuff, like when you I play versus somebody else and you play you like competitively with something. I think like that's where the little bit of competitiveness comes from. I think you can have a different you style of game sense that just doesn't apply to other games that we would consider. Like my level of game sense would not apply to a game that we play like Divinity. Like a lot of puzzles just stump me. A lot of the quests are vague, and I don't know what they want me to do. Yeah, that's why I say it's game dependent because you develop yeah. different like types of game senses for different games. Yeah, like if you played Dark Souls before and you've gone really hard in Dark Souls and you've played a lot of Dark Souls, you can go into Elden Ring and kind of figure out like, okay, like this is probably important. If I go explore over here, I'm sure mm -hmm. there's something. And just over in general, here, you go into catacombs, you know, enemies are gonna pop out from the roofs and the corners. Yeah. And shit. Oh, this enemy's super hard. They'll probably drop me something, and it's probably worth it to kill them. Yeah. Yeah. Very and, and that goes different for like every game as well. Yeah, yeah. For game like in, in a shooter, your game sense would be um knowing to check your corners, uh knowing that sound is like your most viable option in a game like that, you know? And um crosshair placement. Crosshair placement, like your natural aim. That's that's more of your game sense in a shooter. Knowing the maps, I would say, you know. Like knowing, I think reaction is. speed goes across a lot of games too. Yeah, reaction speed. I wouldn't put that in game sense. I'd put that in just your mechanics because that mm -hmm, true. is yeah. something that applies more to the person, not really the no, game. Because if you have good reactions in one game, you're gonna have good reactions in another game. Just when you learn. I agree. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Um, but yeah, now I think like like knowing the high populated parts of a map in like a shooter is your game sense. 
knowing where to put your grenades and your explosives and things that would hunker down an area and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. There's lots of little throws you can do cross map that hit in spots where you can block places and like counter strike and shit. So yeah, or just in even in COD, like like we play. Yeah. I think of every time we play Nuketown. I'm like, okay, I'll spawn. I'll put one grenade over here behind this truck, or one grenade throw over the bus, and I usually get a kill on either side. Like, that's just my game sense because I know this map so well, and I know where people yeah. are going. I always put my tomahawks in, like, the same spot because if someone showed up, like... <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Knowing the exact spot to fucking place a throwing knife or to mm -hmm. place a tomahawk, yeah. where you're like, okay, this is going to hit here, so I'm just going to toss it, and hopefully I can get somebody. But yeah, get exactly. That Doing stuff wanted. like that is literally an informed prediction. So your game sense it, it's perfect definition for it do you ever do you guys ever hit those like that flow state in games yes. like whether it when, be like in a when like you in and rocket I are league. in the zone like on a good night of rocket league and we're just 10 games in not even thinking about it just going next that's yeah, what just i think going next, fucking in saucing that hard too like there's a big difference like when we're like really going at it and then when we're really not going at it because like we get some fucking nasty snot like sauce going off yeah. Like we like even when we're not like feeling like crazy and we're not playing like super good, we'll still like sauce a little bit. But it starts becoming fucking a little bit crazy. And like same thing for like uh in like fucking uh Call of Duty. Like I don't know if you guys ever got in Call of Duty, uh, but you're just fucking like running the map and then you're just fucking you're hitting all the spots, you're hitting all the fucking flicks and everything, and you're just fucking schmoving, dude. What we you're like, schmoving, uh, your aim's cracked as shit, you know exactly where everybody is. When it's like all of us and it's just a whole team of us just fucking talking and shit talking the enemy team playing together and literally like me you brandon Jordan, uh fucking who else i think jacob was playing with us at that point in time maybe possibly i don't remember i don't know who else was playing with us during like the uh black ops three oh, sharp or me you sharp james, sharp, james caboose Aiden. Caboose, Brandon. We had a lot of people running through. So many yeah. people, but like our squad literally was just everyone would destroy everything. Dude. Yeah. Dude, so Blue State in that game was crazy because in that game, sure. everybody was trying so hard to get as many kills as they could mm -hmm. that like I could shoot at three people, kill one, and know that the other two were going to die without even looking. Because <laughs> you like, know, if somebody I else could is get my crosshair on this him. one and get this kill. That I'm just gonna turn around and go to their next spawn. That's the plan. <laughs> I'm gonna shoot this one because those other two are already fucked. You're, Somebody else already looking at them. You're lucky if you get the one that you aim at. No, yeah, no, truly. no. It's not. Hey, that, when the kill streaks are running, dude, it's over. No, it's not. It was never. I'm lucky if I get the one I'm aiming at because my gun dumped. No, absolutely. I'm gonna get the one I'm aiming at. It's just, the other it's two, just, no shot. There's just a chance that. <laughs> Something will happen and someone will mm -hmm. accidentally steal your fucking one Not when I was running that kill. SOG, man. Uh-uh. Oh, yeah, that thing was pretty busted. Do you, guys, uh, do you guys get that game sense in, uh, ro uh, not Rock League, fuck, in Elden Ring at all? The game? Like where you flow? hit that flow state? Awesome. No, no, not the game sense, but the flow state. Mm. Like you're like fighting a boss or some shit and you're just fucking dodging everything perfectly. You're getting like all fucking yeah. hits in that you need to. No, that shit feels good in Dark Souls as well. I don't because I would get that in Dark Souls, and I've gotten it in Elden Ring a couple I times don't when I'm fighting like hard bosses. State because mm -hmm. in every Dark Souls game I've played, I've played big man with big sword. Like so when I was like, playing, when I was fighting that fire giant dude, I went fucking ultra instinct to kill. Yeah, it, it was were, a fucking battle, dude. You're for the like you're like ages. dodging every attack. I'm like, no, 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 no. 
choosing to take the attacks to get the hits. That's the flow state. <laughs> That's the flow state. <laughs> we can we can sacrifice some HP. That's mm -hmm. a resource we got. I got twelve health pots, baby. Do it. I don't need all of it. I just need more than one. He hits me. I hit him for twelve hundred. Trade. <laughs> trade worth sometimes, it. Sometimes, sometimes they hit me and I die, and that's a GameStop trade. <laughs> that one wasn't worth. That is not a worth trade. Mm, I can't wait for Elden Ring to kind of like develop a little bit in terms of its community and like oh. its PvP scene. It's gonna I start want... getting fucking nuts here, and I, I'm all. Dude. They are going to these expansions for this game too. Oh. Dude, I want the PvP is gonna be so good. I want our and, podcast to be to get big enough that so that the things that we say just become regular people talk. <laughs> like I want people to describe things in a regular life as a GameStop trade. GameStop trade. <laughs> Man, GameStop trades are like imagine no a GameStop trade. Imagine it's a GameStop trade. Dude, imagine you're like in a Starbucks, right? In regular life, right? And you're just like waiting in line, and some dude <laughs> buys a coffee Starbucks and then takes it off the counter life. and immediately drops it. And he's like, "Ah, oh, GameStop trade," and just walks away. <laughs> you know how happy that would make me. <laughs> like true genuine happiness from the <laughs> bottom of my soul if i just saw that happen i would buy his coffee <laughs> you're, you're like dude, a convention dude, somewhere and it's that like... guy just had i want that again for him write his name on the cup you're at a convention somewhere you're trying to buy like fucking food or like water or something they're like yeah it's 25 dollars for uh, five tenders, and you're like, damn, that's a fucking GameStop trade. Damn, that's a GameStop trade. He's like, I know, it kind of do be like that, though. <laughs> it kind of do be <laughs> like that, yeah. Holy shit. The lingo actually just fucking bleeds in everywhere. Oh, man, it would make me so happy. Because we do have pretty unique uh, lingo. We kind of get it from a lot of different places. Yeah, I. it's just like really? one person brings it to the group, and then it spreads like poison. Yeah. And, like, I'm not going to lie, I've literally started saying things just to see if i could get other people in our group to say them and it spreads every time like a wildfire <laughs> oh yeah because you'll hear it and you'll be like damn this really do be like that mm -hmm. and then you start saying it aka gamestop trade gamestop trade is my favorite that's that's one we stole from the smash scene yeah true gamestop trade GameStop there's a lot of just good. fucking Oh god, we got a couple. <laughs> we have a bunch. I couldn't just think don't of them make off fucking the top sense. of the head, but it kind of just happened in the moment, man. Nothing would make me happier to see that like transcend. That's the only reason <laughs> I want fame. I just want the power to get people to say shit. Not like bad <laughs> shit, but just like the shit that I say. I, I just want... want the power to get people to say shit. Not like bad shit. <laughs> That's, a statement. I, not, That's not a statement. That's a statement. I want people, I want to get to a point where we're all like, not hive mind, but we all talk the same. <laughs> there will be no more language barriers because everybody, like, even if you're like a French dude, you just like drop your croissant and then you're like, oh, GameStop trade. <laughs> oh, GameStop trade. I wonder what that is in uh, French. It becomes universal. It, it, it's GameStop trade in French, Chris. That's what yeah, it is. It's oh, so it's always trade. GameStop trade. It, it, yeah, it's across the language barrier. That's what I'm oh. saying. It's across the language oh, barrier. Oh, oh, it's sorry, universally understood. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. <coughs> I see. I'm sorry. I missed that part. It, it's like an actual name. It's like people saying Michael For anybody Jordan. who doesn't understand, 
if you've ever gone to GameStop, it's a title. You could put like forty things on the counter, like all games, controllers, a fucking DS, right? <laughs> and they'll look at everything and type it all in and scan it all in and have the audacity to look at you in the face with like your half your collection on the counter that you're just trying to buy like a PlayStation or something. And they're like, I can give you $12 cash or like 24 in store credit. <laughs> and you're looking at him like, dude, I'm going to load my backpack back up. But what the fuck? <laughs> and that's why it's just a GameStop trade. Because look, we've all been a struggling gamer. Some of us have had to make that sacrifice. It's all dude. It's always too like, are you a power plus member? If you're a power plus member, I can get you seven on this trade in yeah dude and then you're like you're like you're like bro no no and then you're like how much is the power up plus reward he's like, oh, I could... yeah he's like it's 15 but i can take it out of this and you're like no like, I yeah, you're like why would i do none. that <laughs> what do you mean he's like giving yeah me but if money. you trade in stuff again like, i didn't want to trade this stuff in in the first place you're like this is everything i have and you're offering me 20 dollars <laughs> I have an Xbox, a PS4, a Switch, and 60 <laughs> games, and you're offering me 50 bucks for it. Yeah. What do you mean? Do I want that extra $10 from the fucking Power Plus? No. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. They did buy my old ass piece of shit Xbox for 100 bucks, so I'll take that. Hey, a hundo for the old ass Xbox? I'm about to go trade mine in right now. <laughs> for the VCR? Yeah, dude, I got the fucking day one Xbox. That's what I had. Dude. It's the fucking brick brick. They took that shit for a hundred bucks. I was like, bro, let's go. Looking at my Series S and then looking at my regular Xbox. Wow. Yeah. My Series S takes up about a quarter of the space the fucking OG Xbox One yeah, takes. Yeah, I have. Mm-hmm. I have. Um, it's insane. I have an external hard drive that's bigger than the Series S. Oh my <laughs> lord. <laughs> The Series S is wonderful, though. It's so fucking small. It's and it's so fucking nice. It's quiet. Dude, did you see it's that quiet, thing I linked dude. you on it Twitter? It looks slick. Like, it doesn't look, like, fucking nasty. It's did just, you it's, see the thing just, I linked on Twitter chill. earlier today? Uh, no, probably not in the Twitter group chat. I okay, haven't checked I'm Twitter not today. endorsing this in any way, shape, or form. Let's get that straight, right? Uh, it's just something I saw and thought was very interesting. I have no oh. knowledge about it as a product. I just want to get that straight away. I, I don't endorse this thing. I don't own it. I'm scared of what you're saying right now. Um, no, I just want to make it clear to anybody listening. <laughs> because it's, it's a cool-looking product. I just don't want... It's not an ad, and I don't own it. True. So fair, I want to get fair. that clear. But on Twitter earlier today, I saw this thing that people who were like traveling were using, and it's called an S screen, right? And so basically, you take the power cord from your Xbox which is just like, it's the same cable you use to hook up a PS2, like the power cable. It's not a, like, it's just a cord, right? Um, you take that and then there's this foldable screen that does 1080p, uh, 60 hertz, per, or 60 hertz, right? And you unfold it and plug it into all of the back ports of your Xbox and then take that power cable and plug that into a power source and you have a mobile screen and because the wait, series, this is nuts. Because this is, the series this S is nuts is like the width of your keyboard, not your keyboard, Chris, because it's like long, but like a regular keyboard. It literally fits in your lap, and it's like, and you just take it on the go. And so I'm thinking, if you can have that, and then you could get like a mobile power bank, you could. It looks like a big ass. Yeah, you could literally just take your <laughs> Xbox anywhere you go. 
if you as long as you have a power source that you can plug into. So and if you have a mobile power bank, you have that as long as it has the right voltage. Can I say that they already did this kind of once? Well, they did. They've done it a bunch of times before. It was on the PlayStation I, 1. It was on the PlayStation 2. I had it on the no, PlayStation 1. So they did it with the Xbox 360. You did had they? Yeah, so you had a attachable screen that you could get. And you put it on your Xbox. And we literally brought this thing in the car on a road trip. And I played my Xbox 360 in my car with a screen on it. That's sick. Where did you or, plug it in? Yeah, what was the what is the first Xbox was the Xbox 360, right? Yeah. No, no, the first Xbox was just the Xbox. The yeah. Xbox. That. The we fat. did it on that. True. Yeah, it was cool. So the, it was it was well, pretty fun. You probably just get Ross, you probably just get a, a converter. Like you plug into the car that you could plug a cord yeah. into. They have plenty of them. Yeah. We had yeah, exactly that. My dad used to have one that looked like a, a coffee cup that you could plug USBs into for road trips so we could charge our like iPods and shit. That's so sick. <laughs> Dude, yeah. I never told also, you guys this, this thing but is so my sick. mom, when I was growing up, when we first moved here, she had an expedition that had a PS2 installed in the center console that was hooked up to the seats in the back of like the the driver and the passenger seats. So, like, anytime mm -hmm. we rolled somewhere, bro, I was fuck beating my brother up and fucking teching and shit. Wait, that sounds sick as fuck. It oh, was yeah. sick as fuck. That sounds dope as shit. The only my annoying part was parents is had that a fucking expedition that had that with movies, with VHSs and shit. Yeah, well, because it was a PS2, we could do movies, too. That's sick as fuck. The only annoying part was, like, because it was in the center console, it was kind of a bitch. It was a fat PS2, too. It was a bitch to get the disc out. <laughs> but I had little kid arms, so it was just like, kink. Kink. <laughs> now, hell no. My big ass hands. There's no way. My big ass hands. You guys don't have big hands. I have big. No, hands. I got small ass hands. I have big ass hands. I have big ass hands. Not like wide, but like I have a big ass hand. Yeah, it's kind of annoying sometimes. Ah, uh, fucking puny I hands. A problem with it. I just be it's palm just... and shit. Well, it's like. <laughs> Fucking sometimes at work, I need to get my hand in tiny places, and I can't do that because I have ah, these big well, fucking crab claws. I have no <laughs> feeling in my arms, so sometimes we get real close to dislocating to get into those things. <laughs> ah. I feel like you scratch your arms sometimes just because you're fucking grinding it against it, and you're just like, oh shit. Dude, earlier today, uh, <sighs> I didn't realize that like the table out in the kitchen was moved over. And I just fucking sideswiped it hard as shit. I wasn't paying attention. No, no I just mean, hear the sound. You're like, out. oh. No, I heard, <laughs> and I got pushed to the left a little bit. I'm like, what the fuck? This table <laughs> doing over fuck? here? <laughs> oh shit! I know you didn't feel it hurt me for you. No, it's okay. Me an empath feeling your pain. <laughs> Being an empath, knowing your arms are probably in pain. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. What the fuck was that? Yeah, yawn. He's probably tired. It's like 11. We've been here for a while. Oh, yeah. We should probably we're, call it. We're Chris well has to work right tomorrow. Now. Yeah. I do, too. Yeah. I still have to, like, organize this room. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. I forgot. You just fucking hooked the computer up. Yeah, I just plugged in that and the mic. Oh, Lord. Okay, yeah, and yeah. The hard yeah. We, should, we should probably call it here. 
Yeah, I'm probably really. not gonna do this anymore. Like, I'll just do it tomorrow. <laughs> All that I have. You're left just gonna to fucking do... sleep and then wake up and do the rest sleep. of it. Leave. Well. <laughs> sleep in quotations. It's enter just like... a quotation Zen meditation for the rest of the night. No. <laughs> I'm gonna watch two hours of YouTube and four hours of something I've seen before. Naruto. No, no. What are you if watching I... right now? I was watching okay, Misfits. Okay. No, come on, you guys. I'm not a fucking weeb. Oh, <laughs> Liar. Ross. Liar. Well, uh, watch... What do you see, mean? See, you can't call me a weeb because I only watch four animes. I actually haven't been watching much shit lately, but that's been because good games have been out recently, so I've been playing games most of the time. Mm-hmm. Same. Like um, Lost Ark and then Elden Ring. I really haven't watched shit other than Attack see, on Titan. I had this like bad realization where like the most entertaining thing I've watched... Barring Attack on Titan, which I already know what happens, but it's still a really enjoyable watch, um, is a Korean drama with zombies that I found on Netflix randomly that I watched to laugh at, but ended up getting invested in the characters. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it was goofy the whole way through, but some some of the shit they be spitting is facts. It's facts. Some of their backgrounds, I'm like, word. I like the Korean... Like, I, I see it with Squid Game. I see it with this show. When they go to give a character background, they really give them a background and give them a reason for why they, the way they are and the why, they, why they talk the way they talk. And I really like that. That's my favorite thing to do in a story. It's so they much... They do give a lot of background and info and, like, world, not world building, but character background as well. Yeah. They give more meat to the character when you like yeah. initially like meet them, and then when they like, like just even, if, even if you don't initially meet them, because like in the zombie show, they kind of all just adventure. got thrusted together via zombies. But then when like things kind of slowed down, and they were in a safe spot, just kind of hiding it out, figuring out what they're gonna do, and then they got into like some of the character shit. That's when I was like, mm, I feel you. I fuck with that. I understand you. And I don't think that. enough shows really take the time to do that. Especially drama. But yeah, that's like the most... I don't want to say it's the best thing I've watched, because it definitely wasn't the best, but it was very entertaining. And I don't know how people just find things to watch all the time. That's something I want to work on this year. But I feel like would you guys call yourself indecisive? We all know I am. Absolutely. Are you indecisive, Ross? Considering I'm like considering if I'm indecisive or not, I'd probably say yeah. I am so indecisive. Mm-hmm. It literally pains me. You guys both know. You've both been talking to me when I'll talk about ordering food at 5 o'clock and then complain at 12 o'clock when I couldn't pick something and now everything's closed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's literally like eight hours of me looking at DoorDash, trying to find one thing that I could eat. So I thought about it the other day, and I was like, you know, watching a show is as difficult as it could possibly be, because now I have to pick what streaming service, which narrows down my options on every single one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So you're kind of like, huh, which one do I really want? Off the top of your head right now, what does HBO own? 
uh fucking anything DC related. Uh some other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, how am I supposed to want to go on the HBO app? I don't know what they own. Paramount has Nick, and I don't want to watch Nick or Comedy Central. I don't know what else they own. Netflix got some shit, but I could scroll through that for hours. Amazon does Prime has Invincible. Does Hulu have movies? I don't want to rewatch that. I want season two. True. They also have uh, Wheel of Time, which is pretty good. Never seen. But it's a, it's a struggle. If you're an indecisive person, the world is not our friend right now. And I don't know if things were ever simple if I, or if I became more indecisive. I think a mix of both. Is it? Yeah. Was the world more simple? Maybe, yeah. Because we didn't have all these choices. I feel like seven years ago, bitch, I had Netflix and maybe you had Hulu. Yeah, no, there's way too much shit now. It's As time goes on, complexity increases. Yeah, And we didn't have... Generally. We, we didn't even have, like, Uber Uber back then. That wasn't, like, common. Right. So there was no Uber Eats or DoorDash. If you wanted food, bitch, you went and got it. Or you ordered a pizza. Yep. Mm, the days of ordering Hungry Howie's or no, Domino's. Probably when. Or, or uh, takeout. It was Jack in the Box. I've never ordered takeout. Philly Bees. Oh, I used yeah. to fuck with some takeout, dude. We mm. would just some chow mein noodles, some chicken. Like we some orange chicken. We would just get it. We would never order takeout. Ooh. I would always be excited. be like, hey, what you want? We're hey, getting takeout. I'd be like, ah, oh, shit, give me. Sweet and sour chicken, some fried rice, and some chow mein or lo mein. Well, mm. Can we do some like Korean barbecue soon? Didn't we say? Please, we dude. Can we go on a vacation? Please. I need to get away. Um, we have to get the fuck cool. out of here. I'd be down. Ross? Can I bring my Xbox? Oh, man. We have to bring the mics. Okay. Can we'll I bring the a Xbox? Pod on vacation. You down? I'll bring my laptop. Super down. We have the planet. You can bring your Xbox, bro, but I mean, like, if it's a vacation with the three of us, you're probably not going to want to play it anyway. Nah, I mean, it's depending on what we're doing. If it's a vacation with the three of us, bro, it's probably just going to be a weekend trip and we're going to be doing shit. Yeah. Fair. But I do, I've wanted to get away for, like, the entirety of this two years. I'm going to be honest with you, boys. I might have said this before. I know Ross knows. I have had the money or this New Zealand trip that I've wanted to take since the end of 2019. <laughs> I have 10 grand in a bank account for this Jeez. trip because I was planning on taking somebody with me. But I have vacation money. Can we please go somewhere? I need, yeah. I, we need to get away, even if it's just to California for a weekend. I need like a mental reset. Ross got like two, bro, and I'm jealous. Yeah, I went to Seattle, and I also went to Pine Top. I don't really, like, care about going on vacations. But they always just kind of... It's just a nice mental reset. You get away, you get to see something else. Something <laughs> you don't get to see. You don't have to think or care about anything. That's my favorite thing about vacations. It is. It's a good, like, environmental reset. Like, You've the seen environment it. Like, changes, when like, we really went on healthy. vacation, I'm so carefree. Like, like I, I, I tend to be, like, kind of high stress. I think a lot about shit in the long term. Yeah, in same. the but when we get to go on vacation and I get to just be free from all of it, I am so carefree and I love it. I love going on vacation and I need one every year. In 2019, See, the, we did a lot of shit and then that was immediately followed by two years of being inside. 
depending on like the vacation location though i get uh like I'll, I'll like be more paranoid about things if i'm going on vacation to like certain places i mean that's understandable but like, like if that's... i'm going out and, like doing things in like different places and shit i definitely like think about things a lot more whereas like going up to like a cabin or some shit that's pretty carefree like i'm not fucking worried about shit that's why we gotta mm-hmm. plan it together yeah which we have to do soon no we have to do that like asap yeah. Like, just some really chill shit. Well, whenever we all decide to get together to do all the other things we want to do, we should do that as well. And then, hey, my tax return is finally going to come in. Does anybody uh, have any ideas on what they'd want to do? Something chill. Like, cabin or not, like, super big city around, like, a lot of fucking people type of shit. No, I definitely... I'm not going near a lot of people. Yeah, same. So, I'm I'm not trying to just go bum it out in LA or anything. I'm cool. Like a a cabin with good food or some shit. Or like a pretty laxed area. That's pretty much my only request. No offense to LA, but... I don't want it jam-packed, and I don't want to, like, do a lot of things, you know? Because I like... When I go on vacation, I like chilling. (laughs) I like fucking chilling. I like LA, but I don't love. I could never live there again. Yeah, yeah I get it. Yeah, some but damn like good food there. though. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's my favorite part about vacation is fucking food. Yeah. Okay. My only other request is that we eat. That's that's a given. That's it. <laughs> we have to we have to try all sorts of things. Because for the first time in our lives, all three of us are going on a vacation where all three mm-hmm. of us have fucking money. Like actually mm-hmm. money, dude. I'm. I can't wait to. I'm about to work an event for like an entire week in Vegas, and oh, I'm gonna just nice. get so fucking paid. Joe, has like, I'm not really gonna spend money. Sorry. I was like, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, so you're not gonna you're spend gonna... money, Ross? Probably not, unless it's like eating. I mean, I mean, obviously, like getting there and like paying for the place. That's what that's else like do you a given. We're gonna spend on. Oh, I thought you meant like going out and like going shopping on vacation and what shit. The fuck? No, you said you wanted to go somewhere chill. Where are we gonna go shop? Okay, Sedona? that's 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 what was going through my head when you said like we all gotta buy a sweater that has like, Sedona on it. Yeah, we're gonna go shop like once, and then we're gonna get all the things that we need. Yeah, it's gonna be like, that, and it'll probably be before we leave. Just grab some water, some snackies. Yeah, deadass. Ross we'll get a gonna, bunch of fucking. Ross is gonna slam a whole coffee and then sleep and then and pass out in the passenger seat. <laughs> and I'm gonna pass out in the back like I always do. And then I'm gonna be forced to drive hours by myself. <laughs> be like, hey, look, I don't ever mean to leave you up. by yourself, but I literally tell you, I sit in the back seat because, like, ever since I was a kid, because we took a lot of trips, I just naturally get tired in the car. So I don't ever call passenger because I'm not gonna be there with you. That's the passenger's job. I'm I'm gone as soon as we get onto any major road where like especially because we're in Arizona. There's nothing. There's never anything out there for a while. I'm gone. In my time of need, when we were yeah, that's my job. (laughs) I wake up. I always bring a pack of gum. Because I wake up, I offer you my gum, I chew a little bit and hang out for a little bit, and as soon as my jaw gets tired, I'm going back to sleep. 
I really drank a whole fucking coffee and said, hey, I'll take a quick nap. I'll be back up. And then six hours later, woke up. Why don't you guys just wake me up? <laughs> I was asleep. Why don't you just wake me up? I was asleep. Everyone True. was asleep, dude. I was asleep from the second we got in the car. I didn't even get in the gas I'm surprised station I stayed again. asleep for that long. I'm not surprised I'm not I stayed surprised. asleep for that long. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a pretty common theme for me. But yeah, see, I think I think if we if we bring my laptop, mic, and oh fuck, we have to bring my mixer too. But I think, yeah, if we if we just mic up, bring some shit, maybe we'll just bring the Yeti, and it won't be the best quality podcast, but podcast nonetheless. You know, and just it'll be a good podcast, the vacation podcast. The maybe vacation could, episode. Maybe that could even be our first, like, all of us together, and then we focus after that on our plans outside of that to make that a reality, you know? That'd be cool. That'd I be agree. sick. All right, well, I don't even know how long it's been. We're going to wrap it up. <laughs> this episode started with half an hour of Elden Ring, and then I... We devolved into many, many conversations, but... yeah. <laughs> regardless thanks for sticking with us we appreciate you as always take it easy we'll see you next week uh hopefully if things keep going in motion uh we'll have some changes coming to this podcast soon good changes um either way take it easy we'll see you next week peace take care of yourself bye, guys. bye.